Welcome to the raw and uncensored Ambitious Podcast. During our time here together, I will be instilling all of the strength, power, and determination you will need to use the very stones thrown at you to build your ultimate empire. We will redefine the word bitch from the derogatory to the acronym being in total control of herself. So let's adjust our crowns and prepare to live life ambitiously. Oh, yeah, here I am, the original H-B-I-C, hitty motherfucking boy. And on today's installment of the Ambitious Podcast, we have my skin witch. Her name is Amanda Greco. She is the bomb.com. She's not only my skin witch, but she's also one of my ambitious mentorship clients. And she is going to tell you all of the motherfucking things today. And I am so fucking excited. I had to stop her because we were having a whole conversation beforehand. And I was like, bitch, save this for the podcast because it's that fucking good. So Amanda is originally from Lawrence, Massachusetts, bitch. Represent. Represent. (laughs) You know I'm from Taunton. Yeah. So Taunton and Lawrence are literally like brother and sister. get down, girl. Just from different parts of Massachusetts. we go hard. We really do. Bamboo earrings, at least two pair. Oh, hell yeah. A Fendi bag and a bad attitude. We're around the way girls. We so are. Right? (laughs) So Amanda, like I said, she lived her whole life in Lawrence. Now she lives in Sandown, New Hampshire, in the sticks, in the boon. Oh, boony is all house. But I love it. I live on a lake. It's really, it's nice. It's totally different from my upbringing, put it that way. Oh, as we say in Taunton, <laughs> you live in East Cuddy Bumfuck. Yeah, exactly. And, and Amanda has a beautiful husband, two beautiful children who I'm obsessed with. Oh my God. Aria, my youngest. I'm obsessed like, with her. We're going to see Katie today. Either I'm going to go to her house and then we're having a sleepover. And I don't know Ava, but I just love her through Ava's you. Awesome. Yeah. She's so, an old soul. She, she's an ancient one. Yeah, she is. She is an ancient one. So you guys, you're in for a fucking tasty motherfucking treat with Amanda today. But like I always say, if you don't like what we're saying, go ahead and draw a motherfucking bath, put some fucking Epsom salts in there. And go fuck yourself yeah. because I don't I don't give a fuck. Yeah, we're we're yeah. we're not getting paid for this we shit. Give zero fucks. We literally give zero fucks. That's why I fell in love with you. And that's why I fell in love with you. <laughs> <laughs> My God. So how long have we actually known each other? Well, um, actually, how long have you known me? Because you found me through our good friend Candice Marino, the LA facialist. Yes. So I actually met you in a previous lifetime when I worked oh. in Boston. What? Just in passing. Yeah. Pretty Pretty <gasps> Oh my Katie God. Get your eyebrows done. That's right. And when I tell you it was like she like just was like, this is Katie. And you met like probably a group of us. And yeah. Like, hey. And that was it. Stop. Yeah. Um that's actually the first time I met you. So that's, that's so when I started random. following you. So random. And that was like back in the Dizzle like when I had my television oh, show yeah. and like I was a oh, it was yeah. a very di- that was like Katie 1.0. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, girl. Damn. Katie 1.0, and this was Amanda, like, 0.0. <laughs> negative? Um, negative? Yeah, seriously. Oh, so my God. So that's actually the first time I had met you, heard of you. And then you started following me, like, on social. Yep, exactly. Okay. Um, and then I do follow Candace. Yes, who I doesn't? And how successful she has been. Yes. You as her mentor. Yes. Um, And so, yeah, I, it was, it was, you know, coming off of 2020, <sighs> June of 2020 mm. when I turned on the podcast. So fucking weird. So. But you know what though? It's so weird year. because <laughs> I'm having a brain, I'm having a little brain situation where I'm like, I remember doing a live with Candace. 
yes. on Instagram. Yeah. And you were like, oh my God, like, th- like you were, and I was like, who is this bitch? Yeah. But then I like, cause I get obsessed with things out of nowhere. So then I started like stalking you oh, on Instagram and I was, and I started following you. you. And remember we were having like those little yep. cute little side conversations. Yep. Yeah. And this was right as you were opening, as I was opening. your skincare studio. I was scared shitless. And I was like, well, you fucking oh my should God. have been. Oh my God. What if this completely <laughs> fails? Holy shit. Because I opened my business in the middle of COVID craziness. Yeah, Cause that's what fucking ambitious hoes do. Because honestly, it was just like. I'm so done working for other people. Yes, don't queen. Don't give a shit about me. Mm-hmm. Don't give a shit about my clients. Mm-hmm. It's all about the bottom line. Yep. I was done. I had worked for total narcissist for yes. many years. And yes. It was just toxic environment. And I was like, oh, you actually shit. learned how not to be exactly, from her, exactly. which is and actually then, a blessing, right? Oh, totally mm-hmm. a blessing. And then, um, you know, I came across the ambitious podcast and really started taking things that you were telling me and, and really, um, making them happen in my own life and just sort of, you know, I I actually posted this huge Facebook status today, just like come on how meaningful this is to me today because this podcast changed my life. It really is. You know I'm not on Facebook though, so I can't see it. Will you send it to me? Because I can like read it and touch my pussy while I read it. Oh yes, please Mm. do. I'm already I'm already wet. (laughs) (laughs) So like I just had come off of 2018, 2019 was a rough year for me, mm-hmm. like transition year, um, personally. And then COVID happened and it was like, holy shit. Like, can I, I ask just, you a question though? Yeah. Did you already have in your mind before COVID that you were going to open this? Oh, hell no. Oh, <laughs> I never wanted what? to. I was like, fuck that. Too much responsibility. Yep. Way too much stress. Way too much. Pressure. So you were still working for the narcissist. So when I started listening to the pod, it was June of 2020. I was looking for a new job because I was like, I'm not fucking going back. Right. Like, no, thank you. Enough is enough. The way COVID was handled, all of that stuff. I was just like, "Mm, so she really doesn't give a fuck about me Mm -hmm. or the other employees. Mm -hmm. Cool. So I'm going to move on. Yeah, peace. I was going to work for other people. And I was like, no. You're like, I already, I already I did that. No yeah. one's going to have me like I have. Me. Right. So, and in listening to your podcast really was what was the pivotal moment for me to be like, That's you awesome. know what? Fuck it. Like, yeah. I'm just going to go for it. I love that. Worst case scenario, I'm back here, right? Looking for another job. And you know, Candace Marino, same, who same also situation. wrote the forward to my book. Yeah. It, same thing. Yeah. She was working with for a, to- a guy oh, who was a total fucking gaslighting narcissist, yeah. treated all his staff like shit. Yeah. She was just like you, so fucking talented and actually wasn't about the money, actually cared about giving value right, and service. service. And yeah. then she was, and same thing. Yep. She and that's listened. why I love Candace. And, mm-hmm. and that's why I love seeing her succeed because yes. I know she came from a very similar background. Absolutely. You know? 110%. And so when I, you know, was about to open was when I came on the live and I was like, yes. oh my God, I need advice. Yes. I'm so scared. And do you remember like I inboxed you and because yep. you were just opening your business yep. and I was like, girl, I am so fucking proud of you. Yep. Like, I know you don't know me. We don't know each other like yep. that, but like go on with your bad self. Like you are the epitome of ambitious because anyone who's a sick fuck enough to open a goddamn new <laughs> business during well, COVID, they I'm deserve saying. it all. Yeah, no. And there's actually a lot of us out there. There's a Absolutely. lot of people that, you know, in COVID, I think COVID made everyone take a really hard oh, look at their life. Yes. And was like, mm, no, this is not, mm-hmm. this is not wrong. like, you know, I believe you and Jen touched upon yes. it in the, in the, yeah, Jen podcast. Bradford. Yeah, 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 totally. And it was just like, okay, I, fuck it. Like, 
now's the time to do it. Yeah. Um, and I just remember you telling me, because I was like, oh my God, what if I fail? What if this mm-hmm. fails miserably? Mm-hmm. And I walk away with like egg on my face. What the I hell did I say? I don't even remember. You were like, but what if you succeed? <gasps> Damn. I'm so fucking motivational. my mind, though. <laughs> right. Like, never even crossed my mind. And now... I'm not afraid of failing. Right. My business has been a great success. Mm-hmm. I literally wake up every morning and I pinch myself. You're like, so grateful. Here? Yes. Now I'm like, holy shit, what if I succeed? I'm now, you know, worried about success. <laughs> well, it's really funny that you just said that because most people think that their biggest fear is failure. Mm-hmm. And I would say that 90%, that's not true. It's yeah. actually success because if you actually succeed, what is your life going to look like? Who's going to turn their back on you? Like mm-hmm. when I was succeeding, a lot of my family was like, oh, you think you're fucking better than everybody? Like a lot of my friends were like, oh, you're so, you know, like you're so stuck up. You're so self-absorbed. And that's fucking hard because you and I are both not those things. No, not at all. At Like at all. Yeah. So that can be really tough. For and others who aren't woke in the sense that yes, we are, yes. the veil is still there. So mm-hmm. the victimizing comes into play. Oh, a hundred percent. You know, and it's very much so like, oh, well, you think you're so great. You have your shit together. Oh. Right? <laughs> if they only knew, <laughs> if they only knew. I don't, but I make a conscious choice every day to have the perspective of, yes, I'm so grateful. Yes. And these are the things that I have in my life. And I focus only on the positive, not only on the positive, because you do need to, oh, you know, we need the darker. The absolutely. Yes. But, um, you know, I make a conscious effort every day to hold myself accountable. Yes. Thanks to Katie motherfucking boy. Oh yeah, baby. I'm here that's for you. I'm here I for you. A good kick in the pants. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm the, I'm, the, I'm a pant, I'm yeah. a pant kicker. Yeah. And I need that. <laughs> I, I do. I do. Um, but it's not, it's not easy. And you know what I love so much about you because, you know, obviously you opened your studio. Mm-hmm. I was not going to you no. like I at first. No, which is that so random? Other, that's a whole other. It's strange. I, I manifested the shit out of that. Oh, like all of this. Like I'm like, please tell I'm gonna us. Be on her pod please one t- day. She's going to become my client. Shut She's the fuck up. My friend. I swear to God. Oh my God. I'm, I get, I'm getting the vapors. <gasps> where I wrote this. We need ju- we need journal prompts. <laughs> where are the journals? You should have brought the journals. I was gonna bring them too, okay. and I didn't. Everybody, Amanda needs to take a snapshot of her journal and she needs to post it Pretty on bitch. the gram. I love. No, it didn't happen. But can no, I tell you something? That's exactly what I did. This is how you manifest, and and mm-hmm. so many people don't understand this. Like when you write it down, when you say it. When you do the things, your that's brain. what creates. Yep. Your brain is like, all right, word. That's what's going to happen. And let me ask you this question because I love manifestation. Yeah. Was there any part of you inside that said that couldn't happen or were there like no other alternatives? Because no. you know, that's like what I teach. Yeah, no. And and that's that's a huge And that's why it happens. Yeah, exactly. And you know, want to know what's really freaking crazy is just randomly, okay, because mm-hmm. I followed you. Yeah. And you know, because the algorithm's like, our shit's not always in each other's oh, shit. Yeah. Now, like you're always in my shit because I'm obsessed because I think that's how the algorithm yeah, works, right? So randomly, um, our our mutual friend, mm-hmm. right? She came in and she posted on her Instagram and she was like, at Skin and Soul. By the way, guys, her company is called Skin Plus Soul, okay? So I was already like here for that. And she was like, oh, I'm at Skin and Soul. Amanda's doing my facial, blah, 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 blah. Stephanie, Stephanie right? Yeah. Hey, Stephanie Billers. Hey girl, if you're listening, we love you. And I was like, so I inboxed her and I was like, Hey, is this like the same person? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, Oh my God. And literally that day I inboxed you and I was like, Hey, I need to up my skincare care game. 
it's been like two years of ugliness because yeah. of COVID. Because yeah. you know me, like before I was like lashes, the hair, the yeah, everything. I think everybody was. And then I just started feeling so ugh. Yeah. Like during COVID, I just was like, okay, I'm so sick of looking at that face with like nothing going yeah. on, you know? And then you, I started going to you and literally not to kiss your ass or anything. Cause you know, I don't blow so smoke, bad. but my skin has never, ever in my life that been better. Means the world. And I mean that with like literally from the not, bottom of my like, heart. Could not Thank make you. my day any better. <laughs> and you make my skincare life so easy. Like, I feel like you go to a lot of people and they like, they, first of all, you know what I fucking love about you too. Oh my God. I'm literally licking your pussy right now. It's I okay. apologize. Keep going. Okay. <sighs> my tongue is getting tired. <laughs> What I love, (laughs) what I love so much is you never fucking talk shit about other estheticians and you never talk shit about anyone's fucking St. Ives apricot straw. No, no, (laughs) even though we probably shouldn't use that because it creates like micro tears in your skin. One thing that I do make an example for St. Ives, it's terrible. But you see so many estheticians and people in the skincare world, they talk shit about other estheticians. Mm -hmm. They are so fucking jealous and they don't realize it's not about competition, it's about creation. And then they talk shit about like, you know, like if I came into you and I said, Hey, I use this, whatever you would never be like, Oh my God, that's a gross. Like my stuff's better. Because why would I, what's the point? Why would I do that to someone who is coming into my business, taking time out of their day, taking money out of their bank account, spending it to support me in my business. Why would I make them feel uncomfortable or less than, and for me, and I don't know how you feel, but like growing up in Lawrence, Mm. It was like everybody looked down on you. Yes. You, oh, you're from Lawrence. Oh, I mean, I went to, I went to dance school with like some rich bitches. You mm-hmm. know, and they would look at me growing up. Oh, like, yeah. You're from Lawrence. Yes. So for me, that's like a, an emotional trigger. Oh, yeah. That I'm like, Same. oh, hell no. Yeah, it's I'll not show you what's up. in my business. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is in this field and in this industry, it does exist and it's there. Big time. I see it all the time. Oh, I've worked in it mm-hmm. and it makes me uncomfortable. They play on women's insecurities. Yes. They force consumerism. Yes. You need this. You need this. Mm -hmm. You need that. Okay. Now that we did this, let's do that. Yes. For me, I'm like, no, let's keep it simple. It's simplicity. I love that. Skin health. It's not perfection. It's, it's your overall health. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I never want anyone to come in and feel like ugly or like they're being judged. Yes. My thing that I always say too, for clients, like snobs need not apply. So if you're a snob (laughs) listening to this, I doubt there's any snobs. If you are a snob, you are not Amanda Greco's ideal client. In my business. Mm -mm, Thank you. mm -mm. (laughs) Because a lot of people are skincare snobs too. They'll be like, oh, you use that product? Look, this product's better and da 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 da. It's 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 different folks, different snobs. Absolutely. A hundred percent. What works for Susie doesn't work for Sally. That's right. I say it all the time. And I also love that you do like very spiritual shit. Yes. Because, you know, I've had facials all over the world. I'm talking like all over the world at some of the biggest five-star hotels, Mm -hmm. like you name it, I've done it and paid thousands of dollars. And when I go to you, it's like so chill. You have a beautiful space in the mill buildings in Lawrence, which I love going there. I think it's so freaking cute. It's like 250 years old. It's such a cool space. It's a great location. You have it so decked out in your little studio. (laughs) You have your crystals. And then, you know, she lays you down, you get your weighted blanket, it's warm, mm-hmm. and she literally makes you feel like a million bucks. She gets her Palo Santo, yep. she blesses you, she moves all the energy, she has her crystals everywhere, like, and then, you know, if you don't want to talk to Amanda, she doesn't care. Yeah. You even oh, say, I'll like... shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have the gift of gab, but I know I do too. how to read a room and when to shut the fuck up. <laughs> and sometimes, you know what I love? The other day you posted on Instagram, like, sometimes if you need a silent 
Like, Let me know. Sometimes I need that. Yeah. Like sometimes I just got out of a fight that. with Matt in yeah. the car. Right. And I'm driving to you, which doesn't really happen so often, but like every so often, you know, like you're just like, fuck. And then you're like, I'm either going to unload on poor Amanda, all of my fucking shit, or I just need to like compartmentalize and and just relax. And you don't take any, you know, you don't take like offense to that where other people do. They're like, what's wrong with you? Like, why are you talking? It's like, sometimes I just need to shut the fuck up. Well, that's the thing. Like a lot of times it has nothing to do with me. There you you go. And I have very thick skin anyway. Yes. Um, So it takes a lot for me to be like, (laughs) offended Mm -hmm. by anything that any of my clients say or do. But, um, yeah, sometimes you just need to chill. Like, shut the fuck up. Or <laughs> if you don't want to shut the fuck up, Amanda will literally school your ass with life <laughs> lessons, which she also does. And I'm the coach, right? Like I'm Amanda's mentorship coach, but then sometimes she schools my ass and shit. And I'm like, damn, like wow, Jesus and well, Mary and Joseph is working through you. Yeah. Some of my clients are like, oh my God, I feel like you're my therapist. Absolutely. And I'm glad for me personally. Yes, there are moments where I'm like, fuck, everybody's unloading <laughs> yes, their shit on yes. me. And I leave work and I'm just drained. So drained. Yes. There are times I'll come home and I'll only have seen like one or two clients and I'm like on the couch and I'm like, oh my God, I'm mm-hmm. exhausted. And he's like, what are you so tired yeah. of? Yeah. And I'm like, you don't understand when you're touching people and when they're telling you their Absolutely. problems. Absolutely. But for me personally, like, I'm so glad that especially in this day and age, the world has gone fucking crazy. Okay. I think Beyond. no matter what side of yes. the fence you're on, we yes. all can agree to that. 100%. I think it's so nice as a female to have a place to come and be with another female Absolutely. and just feel welcome yes. and feel heard yes. and feel validated. Absolutely. If I can give that to one of my clients, mm-hmm. then I feel like I'm doing more than just skincare. And 100%. that's what my business is. It's more than just skincare. Yeah, totally. And when I first started coming to you for my skin, mm-hmm. you were not my client. No. Like we were just shooting the shit one day and I was like, cause you know me, that's how my, like my brain works. I'm like, yeah. so tell me about your retail. Like da, 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 da. And then you told me some things and I was like, Amanda. <laughs> No. And she's like, so well, that's, that's the downfall to it. Right? I know. I don't push retail. I just, I just don't. But thanks to you, I've gotten better. With yeah. Cause that. I was like, <laughs> I want to buy everything. Cause like, I always say like, I'm like pretty woman. Like I'm a fucking short thing. Yeah. Like you don't have to give me champagne and strawberries. Like I'm a fucking short thing. I mean, I like champagne. <laughs> I mean, I do too, too much, but, but I don't yeah. need that yeah. to put my mouth around your dick. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Let me just go go in the bathroom, Vivian, floss my teeth. I'll come back. Yeah. You know what seeds, I mean? Strawberry seeds are in your teeth. I get it. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God, you're speaking my language. So I was like, bitch, I want all these things. And you're like, oh, well, you know, like I'll order this and da, 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 da. And I was like, Amanda, <laughs> I want to see this shelf stock. now though. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And now like you're fucking killing yeah, the game. Killing it. With, killing it with retail. Because people want great. it. And you have such people good fucking products, it, yeah. dude. Oh like, my God, uh, yeah. By the way, your CBD cream, I want to put it up my hole in my I ass. I literally, I slather that shit down <laughs> my too. neck, like, everywhere before I go to bed at night. Tell everybody, not to hop around, but, like, this is <laughs> how my brain is. Tell everybody what they need to look like before they go to bed at night. Glazed donuts. <laughs> <laughs> and tell them That's why. Like always my thing. Especially in the winter, like, right now, because everybody's skin. I, I've been saying this to my clients a lot lately like wintertime is the perfect storm for yes. your skin to be like wacko wacko yeah. because you've got the super dry air inside yep. and then you go outside and you have that harsh cold i mean where are you in yes so we have that harsh Ooh. cold hitting our face i do know it this fucking brutal brutal and it's the perfect storm for your skin to just get angry and mm-hmm. red and inflamed 
what will happen a lot of times is people will start breaking out. Yes. And they'll start using acne. And they want to dry it to out. Dry it out even more. And I'm like, oh, you know. That was Katie before I met you. But that's I was like, thing. I'm going to put Clearasil all over my face like a fucking 13 year old. That's what everybody does. <laughs> and it makes it way worse. And right. You can't figure out why. And they're like, well, I have acne. I'm like, no, you don't have acne. You just have some breakouts because your skin is trying to tell you something. And then when you dry it out, it actually makes your skin overproduce oil. It can, yeah. Yep. So what happens is, so you have a natural lining to your skin. It's called your acid mantle barrier. Yes. So what happens is when you strip that barrier of the skin, your skin will start creating more oil yes. to keep up with the, with right. the natural, um, you know, lining of Absolutely. the skin. Um, and so what happens when you're stripping it constantly, Ooh. it'll start producing more oil and that's when you can get more clogging yes. and congestion. Oh so God. it's it's just like when your barrier is compromised, like you're fucked. Yes. Like, so I mean, slap on the Crisco. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> not Crisco, guys. Not Crisco. <laughs> I mean, there are, you know, and this is the thing with skincare. Think about the yin and the yang. Yes. I tell people all the time, it's a balance. Right. You know, too much of anything can totally. Um, But, you know, when you're going to bed at night in the wintertime, I always tell people you want to look like a glazed donut mm-hmm. because your skin is going to absorb it like mm-hmm. that, like real fast. And when I'm glazed and Matt tries to like kiss me at night, no, no, I'm like, no, no, get no. the fuck away from yeah. me. No, no. I am glazed. Yeah. I'm dipped. Yeah. I, I, I won't. When it, we're watching something on TV and my skincare is done and it's sad, <laughs> I'm like, they're making me cry my skincare off. Yes. It's, oh, hell no. I know. It's the worst. <laughs> yeah. I tell Matt, get away from me with your eggplant. Don't touch me. Do yeah. not yeah. come near me. Oh, Excuse me. The glazed donut doesn't go well with the eggplant. It doesn't. They're not supposed to be on the same place. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> my god all right so i have some questions for you because you know we're gonna go crazy we could be here for 19 hours just podcasting so what makes you feel ambitious what makes me feel my god what doesn't i was gonna say there's a lot of things and and i know you had kind of touched on that before we started recording i was like oh my god what does make me feel Mm -hmm. ambitious doing my spiritual practices yes 100 i journal every night I get up every morning. I work out. I just do a twenty-minute workout, and Love let me it. just tell you, Love I that body, was honey. Not, I was not a workout person. No one for is. Many years. <laughs> Same. Now it's like, for me, it's a relief. Yes. For me, getting and just I do I do Peloton. Yeah. I, I do twenty minutes Love of Peloton. It. Um, and I have to do that because that sets me up for a good day. It does that makes me feel ambitious? Yes. Yes. Um, you know being booked and busy in my business yes. makes me feel ambitious. Absolutely. Having those bills paid, honey, mm-hmm. makes me feel ambitious. Absolutely. And it's um, your birthright to have all that. Oh, 100%. But we're not told that growing up. Oh, like, I really? have that embedded in my head of like, you know. What are the is, what are the limiting not, beliefs? Yeah, you know, the limiting beliefs. Right? So what, yeah. what did you hear as a kid? Um, About being know, wealthy, abundant. Like, broke, broke bitch energy. Ooh. Just like the whole, like, well, we can't afford that. Oh my God. Yes. We can't do this and we can't do that. And it's just like money doesn't grow on trees. Yeah. You know, just that constant struggle and that, that anxiety around money of like, you have to have it to pay this. Yes. I don't think of it at all that way anymore. And that's how long did you think that you, did you always feel that way up until recently? Oh yeah. So you had it. Oh yeah. You had the broke bitch mentality a little bit. Oh, I mean, I was a broke bitch. I mean, when you're, it, <laughs> I love you. the, the thing is when you're working for someone else, it's easy to be a broke bitch yes. um, because they're not paying you what your value is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you but, can't make your own schedule. You can't exactly. bring on more people. Exactly. And so um, my husband and I have completely separate finances mm-hmm. because, well, 
He's a spend. Um, he's a saver on the spender. Yes. Yes. Um, so I mean, I my bills are paid by me. Yes, I love that. So for me, when you know, before I opened up my business and before I had this whole spiritual awakening, mm-hmm. like yeah. mind blown yes. experience, um, it was always like the the perspective of like I'm never gonna be able to afford this. Mm. Now my perspective is like I can't wait till I can afford. Oh, I love this. You know what such I mean? Such a mind set shift, and it makes such a big fucking difference. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not worried about going and buying, you know, an eight dollar thing of Starbucks in the morning, right? But back a couple of years ago, I'm like, oh my god, I spent eight dollars on that yes. Starbucks. Now I'm like, bitch, I deserve this. I mm-hmm. work fucking hard. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get myself some Starbucks. Hundred and ten percent. You know what I mean? And I don't worry about it. I don't even. And another thing too is like, yes, pay attention to your money. But I used to stalk my money. Like, you're giving way too many fucks about the money, That's and insane. it actually it's creates so much energy, and it creates lack. Because oh, if you're I always totally like looking, right? I bet you were always looking at your bank account. Check it at 24 seven. Yeah. And then you were like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Like, okay. So I have, I have what? $200 we'll say. In yes. My account. Yes. So I can spend 180 of it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. On groceries or whatever. Right. right. And then I still have 20, you know, measly dollars yes. right there. And, yes. and you know, now I'm just like. I don't even think about that. I don't even I look don't at my even, bank account anymore. I, I know that, rarely. I know that a lot of people say that's anymore, irresponsible, so. but I just, I'm like, dude, where, but when I do look at it, I like, look at it like in a grateful way, like every so often. Yeah. And Matt will actually say to me, bitch, when was the last time you looked at your bank account? I'm like, uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I check it on a consistent basis, right. obviously, because you need to, especially Absolutely. like paying bills. I want to make sure that I have, you know, but you're doing it in, in a, a different, different way places, but too. I'm totally different. I way, love that. Totally different way. And I actually have, um, one of my friends and clients, her name's April. She, mm-hmm. she does a lot of, um, you know, energy work. Yes. Like that too. Her yes. is the abundant bee. Oh, I love her. her. I love her. She's incredible. We need to meet her. Yeah. She just started a whole self-care course. Oh, I love she's, this. she's awesome, Katie. Um, and she actually was like, you know, what really helped me, Amanda, was when I'm in the grocery store and I'm taking out my card to pay for something. Yes. I say to myself, I'm so grateful that I yes. can pay for this. And whatever I'm spending right now, it's going to come back to me three times mm-hmm. over. And so I started doing things like that. And now it's just natural. Absolutely. Now it just comes to me naturally. 100%. I don't have that stress or fear that broke bitch mentality right. of like. Well, I can't afford that. Mm-hmm. I don't. Those words Ooh. don't come out of my mouth. Even just saying. Do you know when you say it? My. Yeah, we're not saying that universe. Don't take that as okay, we're saying guys, that. Guys, like <laughs> my back homies. <laughs> but th- that's the truth, though. Like when you're when you're creating that mindset, yes, it's going to spill out in a like, million percent. I I realize like past me would have looked at future me and been like, but you are crazy. Mm-hmm. You don't drink the Kool-Aid yes. and you're fucking nuts. Yes. And so when I tell other loved ones or family members, right. like, this is how you need to be. Mm-hmm. And they look at me like, okay. Right. I'm like, no, because there is such a big difference between where I was at pre-COVID and like oh, yeah. now. Totally two different people. Oh, like two different people. It, the opposite ends of the spectrum. Oh, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Before I was just very... um easily like triggered and yes. easily and I had a lot of that victim mentality right that was instilled you know in, in me from you know, childhood yeah past 100%. lives yeah. ancestrally yeah the whole oh, nine yeah. yards I'm let all of that go absolutely and, and it really it's thanks to you Aww. truthfully Katie, thank you and, and I'm you know 
I know you were going down on me earlier. I mean, me I still would like to turn the favor back. <laughs> I love um, it. I love that. Hopefully, Katie, because you're like, fuck that. Mm-hmm. You know who's gonna get it? You're gonna get it. Absolutely. You know, you know what's gonna happen if you're being a sad bitch? Like that's you're gonna be a sad bitch. Right. Like, and you can't be a sad bitch and a bad bitch. Ah, uh, you can't. No, you it's can't impossible. do both. You can't do both. But it's the accountability piece for me that really shifted my mindset. Mm-hmm. It really I was. Love this. I hold myself accountable. I don't. I don't blame. My kids, my husband, my Can't. clients. Radical anybody. responsibility, baby. No, That's what Ambitious is all about. My destiny, my life are in these hands. That's right. Oh, God, my nipples are so fucking yes. hard right now. I could literally <laughs> cut glass. Yay. <laughs> so that being said, what makes you feel not ambitious? I mean, I know you touched on a couple of things, but I'm yeah. sure we could go deeper down that rabbit hole. I mean, I definitely get in my head sometimes about like waiting for the other shoe to drop. Oof. Let's talk about that because that's a real fucking thing. Can I tell you something? I struggle with that. I still do because sometimes I'll look at my life and I will like, I almost am like getting emotional just talking about it right now because I, you know, we have very similar backgrounds and sometimes I'll look at my life and I'll be like, damn, like everything is so fucking good. Mm -hmm. I literally have no problems. Mm -hmm. All the problems that I experience on a daily basis are not mine. They're like my client's problems. They're like friends problems, like whatever. I have zero fucking problems, Mm -hmm. but then there's a part of my brain that I, cause I heard this a lot growing up where like, don't get too comfortable, yep. you know, like, or, you know, if something good ha- happens, something bad has to happen. Yep. Or I would hear the, I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop energy all the fucking time. Yeah. So every time something like really amazing happens for me, I almost like subconsciously, like I wait for the bad thing to happen me too. because that's just yeah. how we were raised and, and that's a it. whole deprogramming. Yeah. Oh, and that's something that I am working on. Yeah. I mean, we work on it together. Big we work, time, I but... work on it with my mentees. I work on it with my Ambitious Academy students because yeah. so much of being an adult is actually learning how to be a child. <laughs> it, it which is. is so fucked up. It so is. I've and, never heard it explained that yeah. way, but it's so fucking right. True. You and have then to reparent yourself. You do, and yeah. then unlearning all the shit you've mm-hmm. already learned. So if you can learn how to be a child, because it even says in the Bible, not that I'm like super religious, but you know, like I love baby Jesus, but like it says in the Bible, like you know, the kingdom of heaven is within us. It's so true. And if you want to enter it, be like a child. I just I chills all over my body yeah. saying that because what is the kingdom of heaven? The kingdom of heaven is being ambitious, being joyful, having all the things that you desire. And the only way you can do that is if you're having fucking fun. Yeah. It's so true. Like if you go to work and you're like, fuck, and I'm sure, and we listen, we all get like this. See, I really don't. Every once in a while. I I, I get to, I get like, uh, I don't want to say unmotivated, but I get like, almost like a lazy, like, I don't want to get up. I don't want to get dressed. I don't want to go do this. But then when I do, I'm like, Oh, you're pumped. A hundred percent. You know what, you know when it happens to me when I'm not giving myself enough self care Mm -hmm. and then I become this resentful douche and I'm like resentful to my clients. And I'm like, wait a minute. This is not them. This is you bitch. You're the one that's time out. Yes. And that's when I get exhausted. But then like you, I get to work and I'm like, Oh my God, I get to hang out with my fucking buddies all day and and like help them. Yeah. That's fucking badass. And that's what I tell her. I'm like, I literally have no asshole clients. No. Everybody that comes to see me, I genuinely enjoy Mm -hmm. my time with them. Every so often in my business, a wolf in sheep's clothing shows up that looks (laughs) real cute and like, (laughs) but they're really like, (laughs) And then I have to get fucking rid of them, which I have no qualms doing. What you're doing, you can touch on nerves. Yeah. Hit nerves with people. Oh, yeah. They're not ready. Oh, I trigger the fuck out of bitches. Yeah. See, but for me, when you're, when you've triggered me, it's, (laughs) 
been in a good way. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but but some people I just don't think are ready to take on that accountability They're not. and be like, you know what? She's right. Yeah. You know, so you have to happens. be coachable. Yeah. You have to be open. You have to be receptive. Oh, you yeah. are all those things. And I know you now because we've been working together for right. a bit. And I know that like you're more the type of mentorship client that's like, um, I have to give you your time to let you integrate. Right. Like, cause so I, I'm a manifesting yeah. generator. That's my human design. Do you yeah. know your human I've design? I've been told that that's what I am. Okay. Too. We should like I do that. I don't know if it's like legit, but. Um, I really do think that human design is like a huge thing because if you know anything about manifesting generators, like I'm like, literally it's me yeah. and I can't do the same things all the time. And I have to like pivot and shift when things don't feel right. You yeah, know what I mean? Me too. And like, I go so fast Yeah. and I want everyone to go fast too. And like, you might be like, yo, like you told me this thing and it's going to take me three weeks to do it. Yeah. So don't think bitch that I'm going to do this for you in three days. And I'm like, okay, Amanda. I have to do it in, in a time yeah. that feels right yes. for me. Yes. In my heart, my gut, my soul. And that's like, I right feel like you're a like generator, dude. That I like bring yes. into my business. Like Absolutely. it has to feel right or 100%. I'm not doing it. 100%. So if you would have to say your biggest struggle right now is what? Procrastination. Ooh. Tell me more about procrastination. I'm like, you know, that's fear-based, right? You've heard my podcast about this. I feel the fear-based procrastination. I feel it. Yes. You know who's the biggest fucking procrastinator in the world? Matt. Matt Bay. Yeah. I have to meet Matt Bay. You've never met him in real life? Shut the actual fuck up. I have never met Matt and I fangirl. Oh, I please don't tell him that because his head will get fucking bigger and bigger and bigger. I adore him. I like love hearing his voice. I love him too. On the pod. He's just, oh my God, he's a lovable dude. Oh, he thinks like he's the shit now because he came on the podcast again and all the girls are like so excited. And I mean, I feel like I'm the shit because I'm on the podcast. (laughs) You are the shit. You are the shit. (laughs) But Matt, it like takes it and fucking runs with it. But yeah, he, he's a procrastinator and procrastinators trigger me because I'm the opposite. Like I'm the kind of person where like, okay, so say like I build these wings and I'm like, I'm going to fly. Yeah. I will fucking build the wings while I'm already jumped off the cliff and I start putting the fucking feathers on like while I'm jumping. I feel like that's how my sister is. But it's always just fucking worked for me. And I always just spirit always just guides me and I I figure it out. Yeah. But I have other fears. Like, don't get me wrong. This bitch ain't perfect. But procrastination is a fear based thing. So where, where, what is the fear? Like, where does the fear come from? I think it really is the fear of success. Mm. Like, I just, I don't want to turn into the assholes that I've seen. Do you think that you ever would? I I really don't think I would. But I'm just like, wow, what does that look like for me? And then also like. You know, the beauty of me opening up my business, which it's almost been two years. Amazing. Congratulations. Um, Thank you. The beauty of me opening up my business was it was like, fuck it. I got nothing to lose. Mm -hmm. Now I have something to lose. Uh, And I don't feel like I'm going to lose it, but I do procrastinate. It's always in the back of your head. Yeah, for sure. Let me ask you a question. What does the fear around procrastination and the fear of success, right? Mm -hmm. What does that look like? So explain to me what. If you were super successful, what is your fear that would come along with it? So number one, you said, I don't want to turn into like an egotistical fucking jerk yeah. off. Because a lot of people do. Oh, yeah. Like 100%. they get their little, their heads get a little too big mm-hmm. and it's just like not cute. I, I've been there before. Like when I had my own television show and I was on all these, you know, I was traveling all over the world. It's I was like, do you know who to. I am? Yeah. Do you know who I am? And now it's I'm like, I'm to. nobody. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're all somebody. Yes. We all matter. But for me... Personally, I just worry about, 
like again, I think I think the procrastination also ties in with the whole like waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yes. Like I'm like, oh fuck. Like the more successful I become, yes, the more I have to lose. Uh-huh. And the more it's like, oh shit, one wrong move mm-hmm. and we're gone. Mm-hmm. It's done. Mm-hmm. But I also know that like my mindset is not gonna allow me to make any wrong yes. moves yes. in terms of like losing it all or anything right. like that. You know? Right. And you're um, protected. That, Remember, you're okay. protected. Yeah. You're not only protected in a fifth dimensional way, like by your spirit guides, your power posse, your ancestors, all the things that I talk about in a bitches, but you're also protected in a three-dimensional way with your insurances and your you know right. what I'm saying? Right, right. So what what's the and worst this that can is happen? Literally what I tell myself, like I'm like, you're good. Yes. It's okay. Yes. You're good. Like And think I about mean, what has happened in your ancestral line that you don't even know about right. that you're dragging with you. The fear of success right. might not even be your fear, right. Amanda. Right. Like right. that's some crazy shit. Yeah. People yeah. can't wrap their head around that, but I, no. I feel that, you know, oh, I, I, I get it. hundred percent. fully get it. And I think, you know, I'm one of the first, when you talk about like, you know, your lineage and yes. like that, I'm one of the first, um, females in my family to have broken out of that. Yes. Full you know, that's <laughs> a lot of fucking, see, I am too. Yeah. And, and so me and you have that yeah. in common. Absolutely. And so with becoming that human that breaks the ancestral curses it's a lot of fucking responsibility it's a lot of pressure <laughs> and and you know what too Ooh, i just this came to my head yeah a lot of people who i work with and i've had work with over the years says that the fear of success actually is because they are afraid that once they get to a height of success the, the fucking responsibility that comes with keeping mm-hmm. that level of success mm-hmm. because say like for instance, you have a million dollar year, yeah. right? Like your whole life, you've been manifesting this million dollar yeah. seven figure year. Okay. Well, guess what? Then what happens? You That's have to true. keep, you gotta keep going. it's hard, man. Yeah. And I get like I that all the time. Yeah. I get, I'm like, okay, how can I outdo what I did last yeah. year? And then in a way, you don't have to either. But I know, but I'm a sick me, fuck, Amanda. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. For me, I'm like, <laughs> Like, I'm at the point now where I'm like, when I opened my business, I was like, I don't want any employees. Yes. I don't want anything other than yes. just me and my clients. Yes. That's it. Now I'm like, mm, no, I want employees. Yes. Mm, I need no, a I team. I want to take this to the next level mm-hmm. and be like an actual med spa. Yes. Like, you know, um, so because I'm like, well, I've done this. Is that your next dream? Is that like what you desire mm-hmm. to do? Yeah. That's and, juicy. And, I love and that. And I've never really, like, I, I haven't even, like, really, like, spoke to anybody about yeah. it. Yeah. I've never really, like... With that. I know we've there, talked about it, you and I, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But, like, I've never really, like, put it to motion yeah. because I'm like, oh, fuck. Well, now <laughs> you, you just, know? you bitch, you just said it on fucking, on the podcast. So no now it's pressure. gotta, yeah. No <laughs> I know. We're like, so next year, where's this Amanda girl gonna be? Absolutely. Huh? And so, like, you know, I am, you know, on my landlord's ass. Like, I'm like, I need more space. I yeah. need more space. I want to bring in another mm-hmm. decision. You know, I am slowly working my way there and I know I love it's it. gonna happen in phases. Absolutely. And so for me that's what makes me feel comfortable mm-hmm. because I don't want overnight success. Yes. I kind of feel like I've had a little bit of overnight success where it's like, holy shit, like I think my, you know, weekend appointments are booking like two months out. And like, you know, and it's, that's it's bomb. wonderful. Um, but I don't want it to be too fast that I'm gonna be like, whoa Well because you because you're an integration person. Like yeah. you have to integrate the new and then you well, level up like and integrate me things to do. I'm <laughs> yes. like, all right, I'll do them in my own 
<laughs> I know. And I don't get mad at you. No, you don't. Because That's I know what you. I love about you. And you know? That was one of the things that I was a little bit worried about, um, you know. Working with me? Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm like, I don't want to let her down. I know. And a lot I of people say that. I don't want to let her think that I'm not taking it seriously. Yes. But I also know how I am. Yeah. And I have to learn as <laughs> you your coach yeah. who you are. Yeah. And, and that's the beauty of it. It's wonderful. Right. Mm-hmm. And even like when you are coaching me, it's funny because when you're asking me these questions, I feel like we're in a session <laughs> yeah, of totally. you coaching me. <laughs> I mean, that's really what the podcast is. Like I'm yeah. literally doing that. Yeah. And this is how I talk to you when we're doing our yeah, mentorship. Totally. I feel like that's what we're doing right now. <laughs> so what do you think are your biggest lessons that you've learned about yourself, about life, about business? Oh my God. Since you <laughs> opened your new business, Skin and Soul. Where do I even freaking begin? I know. Um, I ask hard questions. I mean, I think, again, it goes back to perspective. Perspective is fucking everything. Everything. Like, is the glass half full or is it half yep. empty? Yeah. Or, you know, for me, I just, and I think coming from where I came from, you know, I grew up in a, you know, it wasn't the worst neighborhood. It wasn't the best mm-hmm. neighborhood. You weren't um, in Beverly Hills, honey. Hell no. You know, there was some shit going down. Yep. Um, you know, and we were all, we were all poor. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we had. Did you know little. you were poor though? Yes. Okay. So you were very well aware. Oh, my parents fought about money all the fucking time. Ooh, sounds like Mike and Terry Boyd too. All the time. Yeah, it was rough. Um, but so for me, I feel like I've always had a perspective of gratefulness even before I had my spiritual awakening. Yes. So for me, what's really changed is just carrying that perspective of gratefulness throughout everything Mm. that I do. Like when I moved up to my house in New Hampshire, I just remember being like, holy shit, I've made it. Yes. Like I'm out of the fucking rough areas yeah. of Lawrence yes. and my kids are going to have so much more than I Absolutely. had. And for me, that was like making it right. But I had no idea what was going on in here yes. in my mind, mm-hmm. you know, and how fucked up it was. I mean, and so like, you know, one of the things that was really hard for me to do, I had to cut off a relationship with my mother. Yeah. Um, you know, I had to face these really horrible things. But I'm so fucking glad that I did. Absolutely. Because I would not be as happy as I am. Right. Right now, right here today, if I didn't look at all of those things. Do people fuck with you about that when they hear that you had uh, had to cut your mom off so before? So my brother had a really hard time with yeah. it. Yeah. Um, he didn't give me shit, but he was just like, you know, you should really like talk to her and figure it out. And now it's funny. We just had a conversation the other day. Mm-hmm. He's starting because I've sort of tried to get him to start. Well, you're being the light. Spiritual so practices. he's like, huh? Exactly. Whoa. So he's starting to realize. And he said to me the other day, and it was so validating. And I literally sobbed like a baby. And he was like, I understand why you can't have mom in your life. I right. get it. I totally get it. And, and that doesn't mean forever either. No, that just so means like, right now, this is what's good are, for you. Are cool. Yeah. I don't have a problem with her. I just don't have her in my life, like as a close, constant relationship. Yes. yes. Um. So for me, that was really hard because you don't realize how bad your parents really do fuck you up. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and, and my parents are not bad people and I know my parents love me, yes. um, but I mean, you know, my dad was a workaholic and mm-hmm. an alcoholic mm-hmm. um, and my mom is very much so like narcissistic tendencies and and, um very victimizing totally you know all of that stuff so for me i think the the perspective of life changed when i took a good hard look at them yes and took a good hard look at like what i grew up in yes i mean my mother was 100 percent 
verbally abusive mm-hmm. to my father mm-hmm. growing up as a child and then you repeat those behaviors absolutely back, you're like holy shit that is fucked up and you repeat the behaviors back that you know are fucked up and it's almost yeah. like you can't help yourself because it's all happening no. in your subconscious mind yeah exactly mm-hmm. you don't even you don't even have the tools to realize yep. it so when when i started listening to the pod and i started you know going through the things that you had taught me and like one of the books that you had mentioned to read was the four agreements. Oh yeah. I love that book. Don Miguel Ruiz guys get it. Oh my God. Such I, a so simple read, I'm not but so a good reader with the eyes. I'm a yes. reader with the ears. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, and I just was taking it and listening to it, putting it in my, you know, AirPods and going down to the lake. And that book was like, wow, that life changing kind of gave me what I needed to really start doing the hard work. Yes. Yes. Um, and so for me, I think like the, you know, to go back onto your questions, like the biggest things that have changed are my relationships. Yes. Huge. Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. that's probably number one, um, but also my boundaries. Yes. For me, I never sat, set boundaries. No. I would just sit. You would just like throw me up yep. over a barrel and fuck me in the yeah, ass. Exactly. I don't care. Just sit by and, yep. and let whatever happen and let others control the situation. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, no, 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 no. No, nope. <laughs> yes. I'm not okay with that. Yeah. And that's okay to not be okay with that. And I'm also a better communicator because of that. And that's so brave because I, because, you know, I, we've talked about how I didn't talk to my mom for almost right. two years and it was the best thing for our relationship. Yeah. And I got so much fucking hate for it because people were like, that's your mother. Oh, yeah. Like, what if she dies? Oh, like, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But that I had to take a step back to do my own healing work yeah. because when you're in it with the person who you're having the problem with, it's it's like it's like having a scab and you keep fucking picking, picking the, the scab and up. you're like, why is my wound not healing? Right. And you're like, bitch, because you keep fucking picking on it. Well, that's the thing, and I think a lot of people are like, oh, well, that's your mother, honey. Or that's please, your father, you have no idea how. That's your brother. Yep. I don't give a fuck who they are. I don't if give a fuck. If they're gonna bring toxic bullshit into 100%. my life, hundred percent. I don't fucking want it. I know. I don't want it. Same. And when I cut all of that out, that's when shit started happening Dude, for me. Yes, that's Isn't when that you. Funny that. <laughs> Right. Cause it's like, uh, there's an old spiritual saying that says whatever weighs you down, right. Let it go. And that's when you will rise. It's right. So and it's so true. true. And it's hard to do. Whew. It's not for the weak. No, that's no, for sure. nothing in ambitious, as you know, is for the faint of heart. Oh, yeah, no, like this shit is like spiritual, energetic, emotional it's motherfucking boot camp. Yeah. So that's why I tell people, I warn them, like, don't step on this unless you know what you're getting into because well, it could so be a fucking landmine like people say they want happiness i yes. have a, i have a very good friend who mm-hmm. is like every time she sees me she's like you are fucking glowing like what are you doing i want to do what you're doing it's inside i told her what to do and she's not doing it and no. she wonders why she's not happy like, girl i can't i can't no. with you like, all you do is shine that light literally nobody is coming to fucking save you zero that is the one thing that I have really learned. Yes. Nobody is coming to save I just posted that yourself. on my Instagram today. I, I swear to God. Like oh my God. My we're, so, we're so weird. I'm pretty sure it was my personal Instagram that I posted on. It might have been the business. But um, yeah, like you have to save yourself and you have to do things that are not fucking easy. A billion percent. But if you want it bad enough, you've got to go through it. A hundred percent. it's so worth it. You're Take so it right. Me. It's so worth it. But you got to do the work. You got to do the work. Yeah. And the work never stops. Never. Like I'm still doing the work. I'm still confronting shit i'm a work in progress one of my shamans said to me once because i was like when the fuck is this going to be over like i'm just so sick of myself i'm sick of the fucking every day the spiritual fucking shit the bullshit the stress and she looked at me and she goes 
bitch, you're done when you're dead. It's never over yet. And then she goes, and even then, even then who the fuck knows what happens that, after that? Yeah, you still have shit that you have to you know? work through. Your so, soul is, is never done developing. Absolutely. And thank you for being so brave and talking about your yeah. mom stuff because when I was going through the same shit too, I would so I got so much hate for it. Like people would say the craziest shit to me and I was like, you don't fucking know me. You don't know my relationship with my mother. You don't know my childhood. Like people would say to me like, but your mom and dad were so cool. And I'm like, yeah, you used to love to come over because it was like we we could do whatever the fuck we wanted because right. like everyone was like working or drunk or, yeah. you know, fucked up. Right. And it's not an attack on them personally. Oh, my God. I love my fucking oh parents. My, God. my mom. My mom means well. She yes. really does. She really does mean well. And she really does love me. I, I know. And that. you know that. I just don't think she really likes me, which is, <laughs> which is fine. Dude. That's a real thing too, by oh, the way. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's it a is. real fucking thing. And I and I find that like there are so many people that like you know I I had posted something again on social media. I try not to post a lot of bullshit on me social too. media. Me but too. For me, what I do post, I like to try and bring people together. Yeah. I like to try and make people feel like they're not alone. Absolutely. In their shit. So this was one of the first you know Mother's Days that I you. didn't have a relationship. It was a oh, tough day. It's the hardest so time. So I posted and I was like. You know, I get that not everybody is going to understand this. Mm -hmm. And for those of you who have lost your mother to death, mm -hmm. I, I'm so sorry. Yes. You know, I'm not trying to, you know, make you feel Absolutely. any type of mm -hmm. way. I'm like, but this is my experience. And I know I'm not the only one. So for people who don't have a mother in life because of toxicity, not because of death, I, I hear you. I'm with you. I, you know, I, I'm in this with you. You are yep. not alone. And naturally, someone commented and was like, yeah, well, at least your mother's alive. <gasps> People like, are just suck a bags of bags and bags of fucking dicks, dude. I'm like, did you not see what I posted? Oh my like, god! But that's the thing, though. I think. I think people are so quick to judge when you well, everybody off relationship. hundred percent. Yes, I love my mother. I'd do anything for mm -hmm. her, but I don't want her in my life. <laughs> when I started talking to my mom again, she actually said to me that the best thing I ever did in our relationship was to stop talking to her. She actually said this to oh, me. I she wish. goes, because it made me have to take the mirror and turn it on myself, yeah. you know, because it used to be like, I don't know how you and your mom were or are, but like my, my mom and I are so much alike that it's just like it's toxic. And we just like, fuck, we're okay. like two yeah, bulls, like sense. fucking all up yeah. in each other's shit all Absolutely. the time. And we had like a very enabling codependent relationship because my dad was an alcoholic when mm -hmm. I was younger, you know? So that was like a lot. Right. It was a lot. And when my mom started talking to me again, she said that to me. I was like, so proud of myself because I'm telling you, man. She wouldn't have done that. She wouldn't have. Babe. She wouldn't have done that. Absolutely not. Yeah. And when I tell you like, same thing, Mother's Day, hardest days, oh, yeah. her birthday, hardest days, yeah. my dad, like, cause I had to stop talking to everybody. Cause it was just like, I didn't want to leave any cracks in my org field to like, okay. let the energy yeah. come back in. And people would say the same shit to me. Like, you know, your mother could be dead. Like you're so lucky. And I'm just like, Bro, I'm fucking working on my healing shit right now. Mm -hmm. Mind your mother. Right. Fuck. I remember I talk about this sometimes on the podcast where I went to my 20 year high school reunion mm -hmm. and someone like saw my mom like at fucking Marshalls or TJ Maxx or something. Yeah. And my mom saw her and my mom started crying and was like, oh, I don't even talk to my daughter yeah. anymore. Da, da, da. And this girl said to me like, you know, Katie, I felt so bad for your mom. Like it broke my heart. Like you should really reach out to her. And I was just like, bitch, I haven't fucking seen you for 20 fucking years. Right. I didn't like you in high school. I don't like you now. Now I really fucking Now like I want to kick you in the vagina. I now, want to just like. Now I get why I didn't. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I think it's easy for everyone to judge. It's, it's easy for me to judge too. I can be judgmental. And, and I, like, and I, that's something that I'm working on. And we judge I'm ourselves. Gonna, oh, hundred percent. We actually are our own worst critics. Oh my God. You I, know. Working in the industry that I do. Mm -hmm. Women are 
fucking brutal to themselves. Absolutely. Like, I have people that will lay on my bed and be like, my fucking skin sucks. And I'm be like, bitch, your skin looks better than mine. <laughs> and I'm the esthetician. About. Yeah. Right. Like, so, so I think it is, you know, it's, it's tough because you feel like you're going to be judged, but at the same time, I didn't give a fuck at that point. 100%. I was like, fuck this. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. I would, you know, I obviously it started from, you know, and and anger yes of course of course um but then you know i sat with it and over time i was able to let it go but i still instinctually yes was like nah i'm not picking up the phone i'm not talking Mm -hmm. i'm not ready Mm -hmm. and guess what you may never in this lifetime have a relationship that you like i'm using my quotation figures you guys can't see me at home but desire to have right and that's okay too right and that's okay too that's where i'm at right now absolutely you know, we talked after a year, we were able to talk. I was able to say everything to her That's awesome. that I've always wanted to say. Yeah. It totally went in one ear and out oh, the other. 100%. And I realized that that in the moment, but for me, it was so. But you did it for yourself good to for move the closure. energy, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I felt fucking awesome mm-hmm. afterwards. So, you know, it's, it's not, it's not like an all or nothing type mm-hmm. of deal either. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're good. We keep in contact yeah. every once in a while. And you have kids. So I'm sure the girls yeah. talk to her, their grandmother. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I would never keep my kids no. from their grandparents right. Right. whatsoever. But I do explain to my kids. I mean, my kids, my daughters are 15 and nine years mm-hmm. old. They know the situation. Um, unfortunately it involved my 15 yeah. year old. Yeah. Um, but they know the situation and I tell them, listen, your grandmother loves you. Your grandmother loves me. Mm-hmm. She's just got some issues Absolutely. that she needs to heal from. Yep. And I don't know if that's ever going to happen. Mm-hmm. And my girls have seen the work that I've done. Yeah. So I'm like, you've seen everything that mom's done, right? This is what my mom needs to do. That's right. I don't think it's ever going to happen. Right. Guys. So we need to just love her as she is, but love her where we can be mm-hmm. protected as well. And so much of our spiritual awakenings, right? Just, we both have had numerous yeah. and we yeah. continue to have yeah. deeper, deeper, deeper spiritual awakenings. So much of it has been like looking at like our moms and dads from afar oh, yeah. and being like, oh my God, they were just trying their best. They didn't have the tools. They didn't know any Dude, better. My mom has such severe abandonment issues. <sighs> Such severe abandonment yep. issues that she will push. push I was just going to say to push exactly before they can push her mm-hmm. away. And I, I hurt for her. Yeah, I, my heart breaks for her. But it's but not your shit. It's, it's not, not your shit. shit to hold on to. Absolutely. And it's not not my place to allow that in my life. Mm-hmm. And how long? How many years did you probably hold that for her? Oh my god! My I held my mother's life. too. Like all my mom's trauma. Now I think of like. Because, you know, mm-hmm. now my mom and I are, like, super close. Like, yeah, we have the, the relationship awesome. that I always dreamt of. That's amazing. Which I'm, like, so grateful and yeah. I'm so blessed. And it came from a really hard time. But, right. you know, we talk a lot about, like, how my mom was treated when she was a kid. And, like, my uncle would beat the fuck out of her. And my so my mom was, like, the child of, like, two people that had other families. Oh. So they, so both, they were both widows and they had other children. Okay. So my mom was the baby of this <laughs> relationship, right? And all the other brothers and sisters hated my mother oh, because they were on. jealous of her. She was like the baby and everyone, you know, whatever. She was like the odd man out. Mm-hmm. And they fucked with her, dude. And did oh, I couldn't even explain the shit that my mom has gone through. And I'm just like, of course you you had fucking trauma. Right. And like, that's how you ought. Her. Absolutely. I don't blame her. I really don't blame her. Mm-hmm. And I think through me healing myself, yeah. it's healing her. It's healing you know, my sister, it's healing my niece. It's Which like, is, who, who, 
for me, I mean, that's what I want. Yes. If I could inspire my entire family mm-hmm. to do the work that I've done in mm-hmm. the field, holy shit, we would all be on a yacht somewhere. Yeah, party. absolutely. Like, I'm not kidding. But unfortunately, like, that's not their life contract. Hell no. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, for me, I'm like, where do you draw the line between accountability? Yes. And so I'm like, I've, pulled, I've held myself accountable mm-hmm. and I've sat with things that I've said and done and experiences in the whole night and yeah. tried to heal from them. Um, but when do you do that work? Yes. You know, uh, absolutely. Gonna happen for her and I've had to make peace with that and that's fine. And that's okay. But I'm not the only one, you know, there's a lot of people out there who have had to do that as I, well. I agree. So Let's talk some skin talk. Yeah. Because, you know, I know the girls are going to be like, tell us your secrets, Amanda. Secrets. There really isn't There's none. secrets. Right. It's, it's just maintaining skin health. Like, mm-hmm. wash your fucking face in the morning. Wash your face, you dirty bitch. Exfoliate. <laughs> Use good products on your skin. There's And the thing is, like, you know, I have people ask me all the time, like, oh, my God, is this product mine good? And I'm like, I've never heard of it. Yeah. But, it works like, for oh you. Oh, my God, you've never heard of it? Mm-hmm. I'm like, there's literally. Billion. Different things. Thousands, hundreds of thousands yes. of skincare lines yes. out there. Yes. Just because I don't know doesn't mean it's bad. As an does not mean it's bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's a matter of finding what works for you. Yes. I will never promote any certain brand or bash any brands. Right. Because I mean, I have I have an elderly client who literally pawns cold cream. <gasps> My Your grandma, they used gorgeous, to, Katie. bitch, skin is beautiful. my Nana Pearl swore, swore by that yeah, shit. A lot of bitch used to put motherfucking Vaseline on her face. Yeah. Can you imagine like, putting a motherfucking, no. I would be uh, cystic acne up yeah. the yin yang. My skin would be like, um, fuck you. But I'm my hurting. grandmother had amazing skin. Right. Well, that's the thing. And also, I mean, listen, now, now. Here we go. Here we go. Down. Here we go. Right. So back then, right. Look at what a woman's life was like back Seriously. Then. Totally fucking different. Yes. The environment was different. Mm-hmm. How the food. We things. Yep. Mm-hmm. Everything was different. Yes. Now, women are expected to work. Thank you. And financially contribute. Yes. Raise children. Yeah. Blow, blow their husbands. House, suck dick all day husbands. long. I hate it. Oh, and look good while doing it. <laughs> So it's fucking wrong. But we, fu- can I say though something? Yeah. We fucked ourselves. Oh, it's yeah. all of our fault. Oh, I know. Because we always talk shit about the patriarchy and the men making us be this way. But we're the ones that were like, yeah, like in the 80s, we're like, yeah, we're going to fucking bring home the bacon fried up in a right. pan. And we're going to wear a fucking power suit. And we're going to be like super masculine. But we're we gonna... didn't say we're going to stop doing this other shit. I did know. We? No. That's the problem. So that's the thing. And I mean, I think women can do it. Um, And so like you know in terms of like skincare and stuff like that i just don't like to put any more pressure on women yes. than what's already motherfucking out there Absolutely. in society because it's ridiculous it is let's be honest it is and consumerism is is forced on females beyond like it's not even funny mm-hmm. and i refuse to be part of that. right oh so that's why i draw the line yeah in terms of skincare though i mean like i said wash your face yeah exfoliate you yes. should be exfoliating one to two times a week yes Make sure you're using serums, girl. If you're over the age of 30, you, yes. you need to use a motherfucking If you serum. wore a butterfly <laughs> clip in your hair <laughs> in 1994. If you were at the fucking Super Bowl halftime show, <gasps> bitch. Honey, I was like. Watch. I didn't even watch. No, I didn't watch the Super Bowl, but I watched it on YouTube. Like, I did, play back. I still haven't watched. And I was just like, damn, these motherfuckers look so good. Like yeah. Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg still look the same. All of those motherfuckers have an esthetician, I can promise you. Beyond. I can promise beyond, you. Beyond. I can they, promise the esthetician actually lives with them. Yeah. And travels with them. Like, let's be honest. Right? 
You know what I love too, what you do is, so on Ambitious Academy, guys, Amanda comes on at least once a month and we do like a spa, an interactive spa night. That's like part of Ambitious Academy. Yeah. And she literally walks you step by step by step through your entire facial at home. home yeah. We pour a glass of wine or have a cup of tea. We it's put fun. our little headbands on and it's so freaking fun. And you've taught me so much about my skin, oh, like good. so much. I thought I was pretty smart because I, I grew up in the pageant industry. So yeah. I was, beauty was like yeah. everything. But you really have taught I mean, me a lot so of women much. Are told certain things that they like hold on to. Yes. Especially like before I became an esthetician, I was a makeup artist. Yes. So like I've had so many people when I do makeup. Oh, I heard if you're a woman over this age, you shouldn't wear this sparkly eyeshadow. And I'm like, who the fuck said that? Like someone. And why are you listening to? Someone it? said it. Yeah. And it like know? clicked in your head, and you can't get rid and of you're it. Like, oh my god. So mm-hmm. it's the same thing with skincare. I find a lot of times my clients come in and they don't know shit about shit. Yes. So it's like, how can you play the game if you don't know the rules? Absolutely. I say it all the time. So, so right. You've heard me say that before. I say it all the time. Yes. Because it's the truth. Like, I'm like, do you know what your skin types or skin conditions are? Yeah. And, and they're like, uh, no, what the fuck is Well, that? I told you all this shit and you're like, none of that's true. <laughs> so let's just stop that so let's fucking just right stop now. From scratch. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing though. And like, I find that, you know, even women that have gone and gotten facials. Yes. I'm like, so I'm sure you've been told this. So if I'm repeating right. myself and they're like, no, I've never heard that in my life. Yes. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Mm-hmm. I had a teen client in yesterday and they came in first timers and they're like, oh, we've seen this other esthetician. I actually know this esthetician. Yep. Um, and she had seen her, I think, three times her facial. She never even fucking extracted her. Don't body. start with okay. me. She's never extracted. Excuse me. And I feel bad because I'm extracting this kid. And then she's like like, shitting her pants. Yeah. Yeah, Literally. (laughs) Like when I brought my Ava in to see you. I mean, I heard heard you when I extracted, but it's all out of luck. No, I'm like, remember the day that I had that huge blackhead on my forehead and you were like, listen. (laughs) And I was like, what? I didn't even see that. It was was so embedded (laughs) into my freaking brain. It was. Oh my God. And I love to watch that shit. Oh my God. Me too. I'm obsessed. What is it like to work with me? Like, since you've been working with me, what has been your well, experience other than just total I mean, fear and I, I just flog you, <laughs> I just whip you and flog you? <laughs> yes, I am sitting on a love it. seat right now. Yes. Um, no, I mean, I was a huge fan beforehand. Thank you. But now having a personal relationship with you, as well as a client right. relationship, as right. well as a client relationship for both of us, um, I don't know, for me, I just feel like I don't have to really worry about too much because I know I have you to come to and to not to put all that pressure on you. Right. But I mean, I just no, shared I love something it. with you very personal yeah. before we started the podcast. Totally. Like, Katie, I'm not trying to kill the vibe, yes. but I need to know what you're feeling. I need yeah. to know. I, 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 I really value your input you. and not just my business, but my life. Yeah. Um, and you've never steered me wrong. Thank you. And I truly, Katie, and I'm, this is no bullshit. Push the mic to the side. Nobody <laughs> needs to hear me saying this, but truthfully, Katie, I would not be here. Ugh. I would not be. I'm getting emotional. I'm like gonna cry. I'm getting emotional. I would not be here. Thank you. If it wasn't for you, Aww. I want to come give today, you a hug, but then we'll fuck up the podcast because we're on opposite like, sides of the table. And like today, being on the podcast, this is like dream fucking home true. Can we also talk about my life? Can we also talk about because now I'm getting uncomfortable <laughs> because. You're crying and I don't know what to do because <laughs> I'm like, my little black heart can't take this emotion. <laughs> well, no, I was saying like on the, on your way here today, you got no, some bitch rear-ended you. I did. No, she wasn't a bitch. She wasn't a bitch. 
She um she did. She backed into my car. <laughs> I literally had text Katie and I'm like, you want Starbucks? And I was like, way. no thanks. I'm trying and to cut back like, on the okay. caffeine. And I was like stopped at a red light. And I wasn't even paying attention because like, hello, if I saw the bitch backing up, yeah, I would have fucking totally. backed the fuck up. Absolutely. And all of a sudden she just hit my Fucking brand new car. I'm like, oh my god, my so, fucking car. So fucking Amanda's texting me, right? And I and I'm like, okay, bitch, we'll reschedule this. Like, I don't want you to come into the podcast yeah. studio shook. Like, but then in my head I go, so I would because I was driving when you were texting oh, me. Oh, okay. Right. So I pulled over and I was like, okay. I don't want me to get into an accident now. Right. Because I'm like, okay, uh, uh fuck. All right. I'm just, I'm driving home from a daughter's appointment. I want her to be like in her best self. Yeah. I didn't want you to be shook when you got here yeah. and all fucked up. Cause I know I would have been shook as yeah. fuck if someone just whacked my car. Yeah. And then I had to stop myself and been like, no, no, I'm not allowing Amanda not to come to my house <laughs> to the podcast studio because number one, this is going to change the trajectory of her life and career. <laughs> she has been waiting to come I on the podcast that, forever. Yeah. <laughs> like we've planned this for yeah, months, right? Yeah. You have tr- manifested it in your fucking Judy Bloom journal. Okay. <laughs> And like, this is, so why I'm telling this story guys, other than Amanda was crying for a second and I wanted to make her laugh is because this is how enemy energy works. Yeah. So when you're going to do big shit, like Satan, enemy energy, dark forces, cause there is all those things, mm-hmm. right. We'll come in and try to throw the fucking wrench in the machine. And that's what was happening today. And I almost like allowed it too, because I was like, I don't want her to be upset. Like, yeah. I want her to be like calm, cool, of collected. Course, of course. You want good energy. Yeah. yeah. But then I was like, no, fuck that. And when you texted me, I was right about to text you. No, fuck that. Come in. And you were like, I'm on my way, bitch. Like it's all set. Like yeah. I will be there on time. And you literally got here, like yeah. literally on, on the time. dot, yeah. you know, and you have worked so fucking hard even before I met you, but you have done above and beyond like the last couple months that I've been working with you and that I've actually intimately known you. And mm-hmm. I'm so fucking proud of you. you. And I'm also so excited to see what the future brings for you because <laughs> I, cause I, you know, I'm a witch and I tell you like, you are right on the precipice of this fucking leap in your like business, in your life. Oh, I know. I feel it. But and that's when the enemy energy fucking that's comes. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. And Even I, always, when, when I got hit today, I yeah. was like, my immediate reaction was like, what the fuck? Absolutely. Like, you've got to be fucking Yeah, really, like, dude. Pay attention. Mm-hmm, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And then I saw the girl come out, and I just saw her face, and I was like, Amanda, don't be a fucking bitch. Yeah. Like, because that could have easily been you. Yes. Like, treat others how you want to yes. treat it. I was like, girl, don't worry about it. Yeah. You're good. We're Thank safe. God. Let's pull over. Let's... She actually knew a she family member. Of, oh, that's so <laughs> random. It's so random. Yeah. Such so, a small world. I mean, but like, yeah, like, shit happens. Absolutely. It's all a matter of how you choose to let it affect you. And I always talk about, and I'm sure you've heard me talk about this before. It's like, don't quit when you're three feet from gold. Yep. And how many people do? Oh, yeah. Because the fear takes over. Well, because when it gets hard, you're like, fuck, I'm going to give up. Even in a workout, I hear you saying, push through the fear, push through the anxiety. Because what's going to, you're not going to die. Because on the other side of it, really, truly is happiness. A million percent. It really is what you want. It's there for the taking. And that's what I call living an ambitious life. It's like hitting all of those beats in your life, like having your fucking spiritual practices and the divine connection to source, having fucking clear cut, concise, ironclad boundaries, right? Having the relationships that you deserve and not the ones that just like, like, oh, I'm going to just suck her, leech from her, parasite her. I've cut a lot of friends out. You have. Part of. 
fucking terrible because I love them and I care yes, about them same. so much and I want happiness for them. But, but you like, have to love yourself you are more. You're a fucking vampire. Absolutely. Like, like, I can't give you any more than I'm already giving you. And sometimes cutting them out is allowing them to hit their rock bottom because who are you to keep someone from hitting their fucking yeah, rock bottom? Because exactly. the rock bottom is where they're going to have their awakening. Yep. And we keep enabling them to not hit the rock bottom. And I'm talking about so with everybody. Yeah. Absolutely. See, and I'm not like a phony baloney either. So no, like, me neither. I don't bullshit them when they're like, why? Why is mm-hmm. I'm like, well, because you fucking drink every mm-hmm. night and you fucking bury your head in the sand yep. in toxic situations uh-huh. in your life. And you're choosing not to face the shit. That's Absolutely. why you're unhappy, bitch. Damn right. <laughs> and, and, the, and you know me. That's how I talk to you yeah. guys. I don't and give a fuck. And that's, I think, why I love you so much. Thank because you. your personality and your just like, whatever the fuck, I don't care yes. attitude is yes. how I am yes. with what I do. So it resonates. We, we get each other. Exactly. We complete each other. You, you had me at hello. Oh my God. Look at us coming off of that. I'm so, I know. Around. It's so exciting. <laughs> Um, so tell people where they can find you because everyone's going to be like horny after they hear this podcast. They're going to be like stalking your fucking tits. Please. So So, where are all the places? Um, I'm big on Instagram. I do a lot with Instagram. So it's at skin and soul and is spelt out and D underscore M a from Mm -hmm. Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. Um, that is my Instagram handle. You can also find me on Facebook. Same, same thing. Skin and soul M a. Um, and then email, you can email my former, my former <laughs> business name. So like, again, I opened up in COVID. I yes. opened up like literally it was like two months. Yes. I had to decide what the fuck I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was actually called La Pelle Beauty Bar. Which La Pelle means skin. skin. And so the name Skin and Soul, though, came to me in a meditation. Yes, tell them this. So I was just meditating. Now, I, I was one of those people that was like, oh, fucking meditation. <laughs> yep. fuck? What am I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. And I hear people say that all the time. And I get like so aggravated because I used to be that. Yeah. So um, it was when I first started really trying to integrate meditative practices into mm-hmm. my daily life. I'm not super good at it. Really? So, I mean, I do meditate, but not as much as I think that I you should, that you should want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and <clears throat> literally, I saw the lettering, the logo, and the plus sign. Yeah. And it was like you need to put a plus sign yes. and not spell out the word and yes. because it's going to bring positive energy into your life. Ooh, chills. Into your business. Chills. And I was like, fucking done. So literally, my business had been open, I think, four months. And I looked at my husband the next day and I was like, okay, so I might sound crazy, but I think I'm going to change my business name. He was like, might as well do it now, bitch. He's like, yeah, do it. Mm -hmm. it And now, I mean, a lot of my clients, most of my clients don't even know my old name. So the email address is the old name, which is La Pelle, L-A-P-E-L-L-E at uh, sorry, L-A-P-E-L-L-E-B-B at gmail.com. Awesome. And you have a website too. Yes, I do have a website. Um, It is... Look at, we're looking it up right now. I have to look it up. Isn't Sorry. it so sad? It is pretty sad. This is why, this is how we roll here on the Ambitious totally Podcast. This is how I roll. This is how Amanda rolls. <laughs> I love it right now. Prepared. I, so, I go on your website all the time though. I'm a, I'm a stalker. You, I mean, mm-hmm. I get notifications whenever anybody gets on my website. So it's uh, lapelle bb, same thing, L-A-P-E-L-L-E-B-B dot wixsite.com. So wixsite, W-I-X-S-I-T-E dot com. Um, and that is where you can find the, um, booking. Information nice. So well. you can book right on your, you can book right on the website. That's awesome. Yes. That's freaking yeah. awesome. Now, 
Now, can people like say if they go on your website and they don't know what they need, can they like re- just reach out to you, yeah. like just email yeah. you email, and be like, yeah, you can actually iChat, not iChat, but like you can do yeah. this little like messaging oh, system that's in right. the website. That's right. So you can always reach out and message me. I get the notification right away. I love away. this. Um, or you can email or like social media, hit me up. DM, totally. DM me. That's me. how I started talking to you. I mean, social media is huge for me. I know. Me too. You're gonna you're gonna know what you're getting when yes, you come in. Yes, 100%. Right? Like I'm not gonna not say the f word. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not, gonna not be silly. Right. Like you know whatever. Um, you but, are just like you show up to oh, be 100%. on like Instagram, like yeah, in your yeah. reels and on your yeah. your lives and all that shit. Yep. Like you are not someone different. No. And but the thing is, is for me, I feel like social media is such a big tool for me getting yes. clients because I want them to know what they're getting into. I Absolutely. don't want anyone coming and being like, "Oh my god, she said fuck." Yeah, and I'm I'm I mean, clutched my pearls and my uterus yeah. dropped out of yeah. my yeah. vagina. Like, like get the go. fuck out of yeah, here. I don't. Want- <laughs> I'm good. So <laughs> go over to uh, what's that fucking Grady skincare. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because uh, Elizabeth Grady. Yeah, go to Elizabeth Grady where <laughs> no one swears and everyone's just in their lab coats yeah. and it's going to be real, yeah, that's real. That's really not where you're going to get if you come in with <laughs> exactly. me. Exactly. So you know. And Amanda is so kind. So if anyone here listening to the Ambitious Podcast, and this does not matter where you live because yeah. she also does virtual consultations. And anyone who mentions the Ambitious Podcast when you're reaching out to Amanda will get 20% off your first service, whatever that may be. So hook a sister up. Do you have any like parting words for our bitches out there in a bitches land? Like shit. I hope I can come back on. You always better tell Katie you loved my ass. You you will be, you Um, will be on more than once. I promise. Dream come true. Are you kidding? I'm I'm so so glad you're here. I'm so glad I'm here too. What's your next goal? Like what's the next goal? Oh my God. Next goal. I need to fucking hire another esthetician. I have someone. Mm -hmm. She's waiting for her reciprocity. She's licensed in New Hampshire. So she's waiting for her mass reciprocity. See, that's the thing that sucks living where we live because Massachusetts border is right there. So like in every fucking state, it has different fucking roles. So fucking annoying. It's such a bureaucratic bullshit. Well, the thing is, is like you're on the line. So like I originally was licensed in mass because that's where I went to school. Mm -hmm. But my first job actually was in New Hampshire because we're right on the line. So I just... I just knew going to school that I was going to be either Madison or New Hampshire. So I made sure I had licenses in both. I still do have licenses in both. Um, But so that's my next big thing. I I want to get her in and like, I've worked with her before. She's fucking awesome. Um, She actually was a client of mine. That's so great. Client turned esthetician, turned coworker. And now she's she's my little sister. I fucking adore her. She's awesome. That's exciting. So I'm getting her up and running soon, hopefully. And also finding a newer, bigger space. Yes. I love this. This is very fucking ambitious. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. All right. Listen, all you hoes out there in ambitious (laughs) land. Amanda was fucking amazing. I'm so grateful to have her here. Please, please, please share this on all of your social media text a friend like if you feel like this podcast will resonate that with them inspire them motivate them do the damn thing and in the meantime y'all i'm giving free free f-r-e-e 20 minute clarity calls if you are thinking about doing a bitches academy or a very important bitch day or you're going to come to bitch a palooza or any of the things that we offer in a bitches and you don't know what the fuck to do just schedule a call it's in the show notes 20 minutes free with yours truly don't fuck around and in the meantime don't forget to stay in bitches i love you all each and every one of you